Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. my friends we are halfway home on a monday ben and woods 97.3 the fan thanks for being here thanks for watching on youtube thanks for listening thanks for going back and listening any way that you consume us we really really appreciate it uh i'm woodsy that's paul rindle he's the executive producer morning paulie benjamin higgins your friendly neighborhood sports anchor joins us as well good morning to you benjamin good morning good morning good morning you have your uh your ass pro shops hat is covered up by your there we go that's much better you know for all the youtubers who haven't seen it yet yeah you don't need to cover that up it says ass pro shops on it and it looks good your adult superstore yeah the adult superstore ass pro shops it (laughs) looks good on you i never would think that a trucker hat Pull it off well. He really does. Better, I'll say, better than a golf hat. What's the difference? I mean, obviously, they've got the mesh size. Yep. But that and the bill really... is a little different. It's the bill? Yeah. You look... Like, paulie has got the big old bill on his Padres Right. This is hat. a fitted a of, hat. That's a fitted hat. A much bigger You've bill. You've got the trucker hat. You look good in a snap, trucker hat. Snap, snap back. Snap. You look good in it. I'm I like serious. The, the foamy yeah, the foam. material. I do. Oh, I wear that one. Now I have two of them from uh, prestigious lawn care. Is that a trucker those hat? Are, those are trucker style okay. hats as well. And What's you say the one those from look good Exhibit? On as well. This is a regular that's a, hat? I think that's Explicit, a, I'm sorry. I think it's a dad back. Dad back? Yeah. Fle- I have a, flex fit, maybe? I have a confession to make. I can't play golf with Ben anymore. Really? No. We're done? I think we're done. What did I do? You talked to my backswing. <laughs> I did? Yeah. Sorry. Polly was there. When did it happen? I was in the sand. <laughs> you were in the sand? Yep. And I was going to hit a ball out of the sand, and you had hit a really nice shot, and you were walking up, and there was no one around you, but you were saying out your shots out loud. Oh. And as, I was, as you tend as to. I, sorry. As I dug in, and I went to hit it, hit it out of the sand, I go back, and I hear... 
Oh, another two feet would and I and I shake and I go, oh my god! I go, he's doing his own play by play for his own shots. Was that on seventeen? Where was that? No, it was earlier. earlier. Okay, front nine. Yeah, you do the. I I warned our guest too. I said, just wait. You're playing with Jim Nance, (laughs) but not Jim Jim Nance for his own shots. You Jim Nance yourself on the course. Is that like a? Is it like a tick? No, I think it's more of a um, internal motivator. But it's not internal; it's external. <laughs> it's very it's external. an internal motivator. I would play golf with you every day. I know, but it's like a reward <laughs> to myself for a good shot. I get to narrate oh the good shot. <laughs> I mean, I'm like a big, big, and I'm like, here we go. All right, and I was, I'm pretty good out of the sand. I knew I could get out here. <sighs> Another two feet. What I go? Oh my god! <laughs> I turn around, look at Paulie. He just puts his head down. I haven't heard you. Obviously, I haven't, I haven't heard you. Mf. I never know. I'm mfing him. Like, I'm like, that's son of a bitch. Never saw it. Never knew. Apparently. I mean, if I see you swinging, I obviously I'm not going to say anything. But clearly, I was. Unaware. He was so far down was, low. It was yeah. a. It was a massive oh. sand. You were like deep underground, essentially. And you're just like yeah. oh, another two feet. Yeah, like, ah, what would have happened? Right ben? in the middle. What would have happened if he hit it another two feet? Yeah, would have rolled you it. Got it. Yeah, you would have hold it. Oh my lord. <laughs> I don't know, man. My golf days may be dwindling again. I just don't know. It was the worst round I've ever it played in my life. It, it, oh. got, it was so bad. I said to Woods, as we're driving oh. around uh, in our cart away from you guys, I go, I don't know when it's going to happen, but I feel like the demise <laughs> of this show, the end of the Ben and Woods program, will happen because of something that happened on a golf on course. A golf course? <laughs> <laughs> you know. Supposed to be out Maybe there it's better if we don't fun. play anymore. No, I love together. you. I'm just kidding, dude. I was just kidding. It popped into my mind, and I. I but you know how like you, it, it gives you a lot of when you're thinking about professional athletes, and no matter what sport they're playing, how incredible they're able to block out the noise. I'm not. I can't block out the noise. Yeah, when I was uh, at the tournament, I noticed it never really gets quiet anymore. It doesn't. They, it's not that silence. Back, that it back used you to know, be. 10, 15 years ago, was, everyone would get silent. Like, it'd be like this. Now, going hold on, to. Hold a, on. It would be. you. They would line yeah. up for a drive, and it would be like this. There it is. <laughs> I mean, hey, all right. <laughs> And now there's a buzz, there's a hubbub, there's phones. And, there's... and I think I think what's changed is the the golf tournament is no longer just for serious golf fans. They yeah. wanted to make it open to more. Uh, it's a party. You go. There must have been. I mean, there must have been 27 different like bar tents. There was the Tito's yeah. and the Maestro Dobell, and there was the uh, you know different beer stations and different uh, you know fan sections and. You're never going to get, you know, people who are drinking all day to be silent all the time. It's just not going to happen. So, no and, and honestly, if I was a player, I'd rather know there was like a buzz. It's when everyone's silent and then one person says something. That's that's distracting. But if there was a constant, that's why I like when there's music playing and stuff, it's harder to be distracted when there's a constant kind of buzz of noise going on. And that's what 
That's what happens on the PGA Tour. You'll see it in oh. huge amounts in two two weeks. Is it at, two weeks? Yeah, at the at the Waste, Waste Management, Management Open it's in the, Phoenix. It's the greatest golf tournament. There's no silence at all at that tournament. It's the loudest tournament uh, in, in in the world, uh, which will be played Super Bowl weekend. Now there is a guy that woke up yesterday morning here in San Diego, California. This is my guess. I, I'd say ninety five percent chance. Uh, that woke up yesterday morning and went, oh, my God, I got so hammered at the farmers yesterday. And the reason that I know that you did, because you were screaming, get in the hole. And I think if you're still get in the hole guy, I think drawn and quartered is probably the best way that we can deal with you. I feel like, uh, remember in Casino when they caught those guys cheating and the guy came up and he had the cattle prod and he just in the, up in the guy's armpit? There needs to be a cattle prod uh, guy on the sly, just looks like a regular guy walking around any big golf tournament, and he just was walking along, walking along, guy hits the ball, hits the ball, get in the hole, and you just (laughs) right up, and oh, I think he had a heart attack. I don't know what happened to him. Why are you still that guy? You're listening. You could be listening. You could be a tier one of this program, and you're listening right now going, oh, yeah, I'm... I do the get in the hole bit. The guy's 320 yards from the fairway. He's got a three wood in his, or from the green. He's got 320, uh, a three wood in his hand, and you're screaming, get in the hole. I'm going to kill you if I see you. You need, you deserve to be cattle prod. <laughs> it's just stop at this point. Right? Yeah. I agree. It's, it's just very dated. It's very dated, and you, it's not cool. So I had an observation, uh, golf observation over the weekend. I watched uh, the last. Like four shots of the Farmers Insurance Open. You guys were texting about it on Saturday on our thread, and I go, "Oh, today the final today round." Today the final round. Yeah, I thought they usually do that on Sundays. Well, because of the football. I understand. Totally makes sense. Didn't register with me at the time. I go, thought I had a afternoon of golf going on tomorrow. Did not. Was not the case. So I flipped it on, and I am the most casual of casuals when it comes to watching golf. I do it maybe twice a year. It's usually the Farmers Insurance Open, and maybe the last. Uh, hour of the masters that's just where i'm at probably others like me probably a lot of others like you that will watch a lot of golf over the course of the year it hit me though the whole live pga how live has kind of totally watered down and ruined the pga i'm looking at the leaderboard i knew like two people yeah it, it was, it was it a was, tough one yeah it was pretty anonymous and i, I know mean, jake knapp oh, I, mean, even- I, I pulled out my phone i go oh where did so-and-so not make the cut oh where's so-and-so Oh yeah, they're live guys now. Like they're all no, they're not playing in these. Tournaments. I mean, John Rahm not being there was a big one this yeah, week. Uh, the biggest names, con- they, a lot of the guys. Max Homa, the defending champ, was there. Xander Shoffley, uh, Tony Finau were probably the three biggest names. And Luke Aberg, uh, Ludwig Aberg was the young kind of guy. They all made a run on Sunday and then they or Saturday and then they fell back. Yep. And it left you with a bunch of guys that if you're not a real diehard golf fan, you hadn't heard of Pavone. Hoiberg, um, Jaeger, good golfers. Nap. Uh, no, they're not, all good not golfers, a knock on them at, in any way. The, and again, um, I'm, who knows if I really would have been a big fan of watching golf. I admit that. But if the PGA is trying to get any of the casuals, I totally get it now because I, I was like, who, who the hell are any of these guys? And yeah, the, it, looked, um, it looked like a corn fairy. Yeah, like the now. winners this year, though, on the PGA Tour Chris Kirk, Grayson Murray, Nick Dunlap. And Matthew Pavone. That's it, man. And Jim Trotter wrote about this in The Athletic. He was there this weekend covering it and said, this could be a problem. I mean, for the real people who just like the stars, who want to see the stars win, you have 
elevated events, of which Tory is not one of them. It will be this week at uh, the AT&T at Pebble Beach. will be an elevated event. You'll see the stars, all the stars playing. But in the tournaments that aren't elevated, it's going to be like two or three stars. But what are the chances out of 156 players that one of the two or three stars is going to be there at the end? So you're going to have to learn some of the stories of great golfers, great stories. I mean, great stories. You had two like recovering alcoholics win. You had an amateur win. You had the first ever Frenchman win in his 11th tournament ever. They're all good stories if you're a golf fan. But if you're tuning in to watch Xander Shoffley and Dustin Johnson and Rory McIlroy, either they're on live, they're not playing every week, you know, they're they're just waiting for the elevated events in the majors. You're not getting the best players playing against each other on a consistent basis anymore and it's not it's not great for the sport. It's certainly not great for a tournament like Tory Pines. That's why they've turned them into more let's do parties, let's do you know, let's get bars, loose, let's yeah. get loose and have fun. Uh the problem is do sponsors want to pay for that? Sponsors want a lot of TV eyeballs across the nation and to be honest, you know, Matthew Pavone and Steven Yeager and Nicholas Hoygaard, Nikolai Hoygaard, don't necessarily bring in the eyeballs yep. that a Rory McElroy and Scotty Scheffler, who wasn't playing in the tournament, he, they bring in more eyeballs. And you're not getting those guys. That's a problem for these tournaments going forward. Yeah, and, but I'll tell you, man, it, as far as, as our beautiful Tory Pines oh, showing out, it, it looked Especially incredible. after all the rain they had to make it Ooh, look as good as they did. It was, it was stunning. There was a, the, Isn't that uh, the recipe? It rains earlier in the week. Yeah. Days one and two, kind of cloudy, yeah. not looking great. And, and then, then when CBS takes over on the final two rounds. There was it's like a, the Rose Bowl on New Year's Day. Yeah. Somehow it's always sunny Just and passive that day. There was a drone shot of a man going pee-pee uh, <laughs> down in the woods that everyone saw on the broadcast. So that was fun. In fact, wasn't it one of the players or was it the security guard? I think it was one of the players that was going I mean, it's... So if you've ever played there, it kind of is below where no one yeah. can see you but from a drone the gallery, can. but a drone can. You never know when a drone is watching now. The getting the whole guy Dodger fan, 100%? Yeah. <laughs> Gotta be. Gotta be. Can't hold his liquor. Out there acting a fool. Screaming at the uh, screaming at the ball to get in the hole. Just the worst. Please stop doing it. Get in the hole! Get in the hole! Oh. Cattle prod solves everything. <laughs> if you, There's even the threat of a cattle prod getting you. You won't do it anymore. And it needs to be trained out of you. Stop. Please stop. Just give it like, yeah, nice shot. Whatever. Like, great swing. Anything but get in the hole. It's tired. All right, let's, uh, let's take I, I know I sound like Andy Rooney a no, little bit there. Stop yelling, get in the hole. <laughs> it's not going to get in the hole, number one. Number two, you sound like a jackass. Every time, get in the hole, get in the hole. <laughs> no Why don't stories. you go home and get in a hole and you won't do it anymore? Those stories and Stephen Woods coming up. Tonight, idiots on sixty minutes. It's a National Curmudgeon Day, so perfect. Yeah, works for me. We will, um, we'll come back. I want to talk about the Padres' non-roster spring training invitations, which came out on Friday right after our show. But we haven't had a chance to discuss some of the names we'll be seeing when we head out in uh, less than a month. Now we are on our way to spring training in Peoria, Arizona. Ooh, we will, one month from today, I believe, we will be out there. Oh, come on. Live show, probably wrapping up our live shows, I believe, from Peoria. Or maybe we'll even be home already by now in a month. Uh, Yeah, one month from today will be our first day back. Right, so we're less than a month now uh, from our trip to Peoria, Arizona for spring training. We'll get into that coming up next after a check of traffic. Ben and Woods here on 97.3 The Fan.
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. In my direction So thankful for that It's such a blessing, yeah Turn every situation into heaven, yeah Oh, you are My sunrise on the darkest day Got me feeling some kind of way Make me want to savor every moment Slowly, slowly Why are we, why are we doing this? Anybody? I don't think that comes up in the old Because we have Bieber fever Oh my god Talked about it earlier We yeah. did, we did I thought we had was dead and buried. <laughs> I was hoping. Trying to help you out. You Do not help me out ever again. Despacito. Why don't you come to your senses? Oh, no, that's a t- totally different song. <laughs> Despacito. Why don't you come to your senses? You've been out riding fence. The Eagles, Justin Bieber, Mashup. So we never knew we needed. No. It may be raining. All right, go ahead. So, well, I, I don't. I didn't see many surprises here on the non-roster invites. If you think Ethan Salas being invited to spring training is a surprise, it's a huge surprise. You're not really paying that close of attention. Correct. He, he got he got to be in the big league camp last year at age 16. So at 17, not really a big deal anymore that Ethan Salas is going to get to spend some time uh, with the Padres spring spring training, you know, big leaguers coming up next month in February. He's not gonna not gonna break 
camp with the team. He's not starting his major league career at the age of 17. He'll go back to the minor leagues, and there's a chance we will see him in 2025 on the big league level if everything goes well. But this is simply a growing experience. But before we get into the rest of the roster, I did see the story over the weekend about the Detroit Tigers and uh, one of their top prospects, Colt Keith, infielder, and they decided to give him a six-year, $28.6 million contract before he has played a single inning of Major League Baseball. And it's not the first one. The The Brewers did it with their top prospect, Jackson Churio, earlier this offseason. And it's a new strategy, especially for, especially for teams that are looking to, well, I mean, save a buck, essentially, on the back end. Gamble on a guy that if they pay him more now, they can pay him less later. And this uh, Colt Keith deal includes two option years. So the seventh and eighth years, if he is everything they hope he will be. Team option, right? Team option. Team option. So instead of hitting free agency, the team can exercise, you know, not nothing, but more like a, I think it was like in the 10 to $20 million range options for those two years. That would keep him in a Tigers uniform. Actually, yeah, it's um, the twenty thirty club option valued at ten. Ten uh, with a buyout of two point six. The twenty thirty one option is worth thirteen, and then the twenty thirty two option is worth fifteen with a two million dollar buyout. So at that point, he will be uh, in the year twenty thirty two. Ben, that is. How many years from so now? So if he plays, he'll be 30. Assuming he debuts this year, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, he'd be under team control through 2029, six seasons, 30, 31, and 32, he'd be in free agency, and now the Tigers will have the option of keeping him around. Now, what does Colt Keith get out of this? Well, he gets some security. There's no guarantee he ends up being a, a star baseball player. If everything goes poorly... He not only has this $28 million deal, but he's got a couple of, you know, extra buyouts there at the end. If they don't, you know, exercise his option, he'll have a, a nice $2 million plus going away present from the Detroit Tigers. The Tigers, of course, if he turns out to be a superstar stud, they'll have nine years, essentially, of Colt Keith at under $60 million all, all in, even if they exercise every single option. Uh, they'll have that for nine years of a guy they're hoping is a superstar player, which at today's prices is ridiculously cheap for nine years of a superstar player. Yeah, he uh, he signed for just five hundred k, Ben, uh, out of the draft. So he gets you, know, you, you put a contract like that in front of a kid that is on the right path, certainly to the big leagues. Uh, been tearing it up in Double A, and you you look at him and you say, you are our second baseman of the future. And this, let's be honest. Decent amount. I mean, baseball money is such funny money now these days. Anyway, it's crazy. You look at this. This is a really reasonable decision by the Detroit Tigers. If it if it doesn't go well, sure, it's going to sting a little bit. But how many times have you signed it? How did the Javi Baez uh, deal? He was a proven big league commodity. Proven. And you gave him God only knows how much money. Miguel Cabrera, you gave him. He was a proven commodity. Didn't really work out in either of those cases. This is a different way. It's a way to pivot and keep a young player that's on the rise, under control, until they're 31, 32 years old. Now, it's not it, the worst is idea. Is this uh, uh, an avenue that you'd like to see the Padres take with any of their young stars, like an Ethan Salas? Or I guess Jackson Merrill would be more of the... 
you know, current because he's about to make his major league debut probably this season, like uh, like Colt Keith is. I wonder how much of a difference you said five hundred thousand dollars, which is not nothing, but it's certainly not money you can, you know. You're not set Live for luck. You're not yeah. at all set. Now, Jackson Merrill got $1.8 million as That's a signing bonus money. for the draft. Yep. Uh, and Ethan Salas got even more than that two years ago, getting the bulk of the Padres' uh, international signing bonus money. Can you be more comfortable as a player going, I'm, I'm okay, I'll, I'll trust my talents, and yeah. I'll just play my six years and then hit free agency, knowing I mean, if the worst comes to worst... I've got at least a little bit of a nest egg. Now, Keith didn't really have much of a nest egg. You know, 500000 Again, I'm, I'm not saying it's nothing. But that disappears pretty quickly in a couple of years when you're not making anything as a minor league baseball right. player. You're making essentially nothing as a minor league baseball player. Now he doesn't have to worry about it, but he's given up the possibility of making a lot more in seasons 7, 8, and 9. Yeah, and I think if you're Jackson Maryland, you did get $2 million. If you're Ethan Salas and you did get $4 million, I'm probably more likely or apt to say, no, I'm good. I'm just going to I'll bet on myself and get the free agency. Then we'll. This will last me. I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely fine. 500 k and they come and throw a $28 million uh, deal in front of you. You say, yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that right now. Um, and look, if it works out, brilliant move by the Tigers. Well, if yeah, it, it could doesn't. potentially triple that $28 million yes, number. And if it doesn't work out, it's not you didn't it's not a hundred million dollars here you're talking about. So I think this is and I think there are certain guys that you do it with, and I think there are certain guys that may not be ready for it. Clearly there's something in this young man's makeup, his ability. Um sometimes I guess you just know this is gonna be our guy. He's he's on the track and let's go ahead and take care of him and then we don't have to worry about it. Benny, we can help build our team around him. Um I saw somebody tweet earlier, you know, if if Padres went and did this with with Salas. Would it affect Merrill? Would he be upset about it? I I honestly, man, I don't I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't think it would. Um, there's going to be the opportunity for both of those guys to make good amounts of money uh, in their career, and they are actually they actually already have made a decent amount of money in their very short time. So. I, I like this move for the Tigers a lot. It's not crazy, crazy money, and uh, could keep him, you know, keep him happy and, and get him moving up the ranks. It feels a little bit like a hack, you know. Like it does a, a like little a, bit. A GM hack to try to save money, but ultimately there are no, there are no hacks because the teams that correctly identify talent, whether it's you know in the draft, in the international signing, or even your own talent. So now the Tigers are being tested. They have identified Keith as someone that they truly believe will be an impact player. And if they are right, they will have, yeah, they'll game the system and they'll save money in the long run. But if they are wrong, they will have just spent $30 million on a bust. And you can only do that, even even for a, a wealthier team. You can only do that so many times, sure. spending $30 million on a bust before it comes back to haunt you. The Padres are being haunted by some of their what seem to be bust signings. You can't just keep throwing bad money at players if it doesn't turn out the identifying talent. So if you're in a front office, if you're a general manager, you will always be rewarded for correctly identifying players who will be talented and productive on the big league level. Is anyone going to be 100%? No. You can't predict injuries all the time. There are factors beyond your knowledge. But the guys who can correctly say... I think this guy is going to be big. You can take advantage not only by acquiring them, by signing them, but by locking them up early 
and and feeling confident that that is money well spent early in their career. Well, and another good example is Fernando Tatis Jr. When that deal came out, I think we were all like, whoa. And then you really look at the deal and go, oh, yeah. I mean, if he does, and he's on, you know, he's back up rising through the ranks, Benny, and won a platinum glove last year, switching position, had a decent year at the plate, and we all expect more things from him. The deal is still a bargain at this point for Fernando Tatis Jr., and it's because you had a little bit of foresight, and I know I know he's had some speed bumps. I know they were self-inflicted, um, but that being said, it's still a really – there's not one team in baseball that wouldn't trade for that contract today for that player, not one. A couple other uh, baseball big league moves over the weekend. The Cubs signing right-handed reliever Hector Neris yep. to a one-year $9 million deal. The Royals sign old friend Adam Frazier. To a one-year deal, I two think million four, dollars, two four million. million. I thought it was two, two million. Yeah, yeah. His uh, his stock has fallen. It has quite a bit in the last couple of years. I think the Royals are going to be an interesting team. It's a wide-open division. I feel like that's a good point. I feel like they're going to be an interesting team. They've got innings eaters. Can the got... Padres just move to like a central yeah, division like a central at some point? Would be great. <laughs> it really changes the, AL the, the, it changes the entire equation really if you can move to a central division. Because I, and I know it's a balanced schedule I mean, now and, and whatnot, but still. Yeah, Dodgers, Diamondbacks on the rise, Giants signing a bunch of players. If you're in the AL West, of course, you got the World Series champs. you got the Astros, who are always going to be there. Mariners are young. Mariners are a good team. If you're in the East, of course, you're either competing against the Yankees and the Red Sox the and the and AL, and or the Mets and the Phillies and the Braves. The the coasts are loaded. The center is kind of squishy. Like, and eh. not, ah. I mean, yeah, it's the Cubs always kind of, you think There's might something. be there, but they're not really there. The Indians, or sorry, the Guardians. <sighs> but yeah. none of them spend a ton of in the Cubs who don't spend it that well usually. Cardinals. <laughs> Cardinals are on a down tri- down tick right now. That's what they've done. They've just dominated the Central forever. You know what the Cardinal way is? Playing in the center of the country. That's what the Cardinal way is. Fantastic. You have geographically solved Major League Baseball with the Cardinal way. It's just playing in the NL Central. Playing the Central. Yeah. That's Brilliant. The Cardinal way. It's Brilliant. the first page. <laughs> Keep us in the central, and we will be fine. We'll always be in it. We'll always be in it. Brilliant strategy by the Cardinals being in St. Louis. All right, let's talk about some of these uh, non-roster invitees. get to that coming up. One surprise for me, a little bit, coming up next on 97.3 The Fan. has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, 
You deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. You know, you can listen to 97.3 The Fan with your smart speaker. Just uh, speak slowly and clearly and ask your device to play 97.3 The Fan to give it a shot. Tell me if it works when you've got your smart speaker out and you say, play 97.3 The Fan. should come right to us. Hey, Alexa, play 97.3 The Fan. Right. Did you activate Welcome Alexis? Welcome to everybody that just started listening yes, to our show. We, thank you. Well, I mean, if they were, if they heard Woods say it, though, they were already listening to our show. So it's I don't know. Hack. You're listening now on two different devices at Maybe the same time. Maybe they were listening on their phone. On now their phone. Listening now they're listening twice. <laughs> good, good for us. All right. Um, roster invites for Padre Spring Training announced on Friday. 32 players joining the uh, the guys who are already on the 40-man roster coming to Padres Spring Training in Peoria next month. Get into that after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fam. All right, go through the names here. Uh, we mentioned Ethan Salas, so we'll start at catcher. Also, Kevin Plowecki, who was a, a guy with big league experience who got a non-roster minor league invite. And Chandler Siegel uh, will round out the core of catchers who will join uh, obviously, Kyle Higashioka and Luis Camposano already on the uh, the big league forty man roster in Padres camp. Infielders: uh, Marcos Castagnon, Mason McCoy, Jackson Merrill, Nate Mundu, Graham Pauly, and Tyler Wade. Other than Merrill and Pauly, who we know as uh, hot up and comers in the Padres system, don't know a ton about. Uh, the rest of the guys, Mason McCoy, I- I've heard his name a couple of times before. Anything on any of the other guys, Woods, there? No. Outfield, uh, and this is, of course, a little more intriguing just because we don't have all any. you've got is Fernando <laughs> Tatis Jr. and Jose Azokar coming in with a big league club. Uh, Bryce Johnson, Jacob Marcy, Oscar Mercado, Calvin Mitchell, Tirso Ornelas, and Robert Perez Jr. Will Robert Perez Jr. Crack. be the Padres' starter in the outfield going into the season? Cal Mitchell, Jose Azokar, and Fernando Tatis Jr. That's your starting opening day outfield. Again, no surprise that uh, Marcy is going to be there in the big club no, and, and giving... probably has an opportunity to make the team going into camp. Potentially, yeah. And and there's, you know, no, like you said, there's no majors. I would have liked to see a Brian O'Grady on that list maybe for a spring training invite, you know, just to see. I, I think we're all, we're all excited about the possibility of Jacob Marcy getting an opportunity to make the team. What you don't want is 
Well, he has to be the starter, even though he hit 132 in the spring. Right. You don't, you don't want to put yourself in a situation where a guy who struggled in spring training is your starter by default because you didn't have any other options. Correct. That would be my, my worry going, going into camp. Uh, on the pitching side, uh, right-handed pitchers, Lake Bacher, uh, Ryan Bergert, Drew Carlton. We've seen him before on the big league level. Giovanni Cruz, Matt Festa, Nick Hernandez, Kevin Copps. Moises Lugo, uh, he's got some big league experience. Adam Mazur, uh, one of the up-and-coming prospects. Tommy Nance, Drew Thorpe, just got him in the Juan Soto trade with the Yankees. And Nolan Watson on the right-handed side. And then left-handed pitchers, Daniel Camarena, never seems to go away. Ryan Carpenter, Austin Krob, Javian Sandridge, didn't know that name. And Robbie Snelling getting an invite to camp. Um, most of the guys who are that core of prospects that we've been hearing about are getting an invitation. Salas, uh, Snelling, Marcy, Pauly, the names that got brought up to double A, a lot of them late in last season to play together. No Dylan Lesko getting an invite. Now, he's only 20 years old. It's probably a little bit early. I wouldn't have been shocked, though, just to see him there together with everybody else, to see him get an opportunity. So uh, he's not one that that was given that opportunity or option. Uh, Nathan Martarella was another name that we've been hearing a lot about that did not get an invitation to big league camp. Uh, there, so, but other than that, there wasn't any real giant surprises on that list for me. No, and kind of a, a dark horse, I think, to watch out for is, <clears throat> excuse me, probably Tierso or Nellis Ben. Uh, just 23 years old. Still just 23. 20, yeah. Feels like he's been 23 for a while. Um, he's a bit of a dark horse. He, you know, listen, he swings the bat from the left side, uh, hit 15 bombs last year, almost double his career high. Uh, it's still not a lot, but he posted an 823 OPS. He hits lefty, can play left field. I, you look, it, it's not confidence inspiring right now at all. Um, when you, when you sit back and look at the, the holes that the Padres have, just, I, doesn't feel like they're in any hurry to fill them yet. Um, could be they're, Saving money for Roki Sasaki next year, as you mentioned earlier. It just could be there's nobody that they feel is a good fit yet in their price range. I don't know what that price range is going to be, uh, but it feels like it's going to be on the cheap. Um, as far as trades and things like that go, sure, there's still an opportunity for, th- for those things to happen. I keep hearing... I keep hearing the name Cedric Mullins is brought up. You know, Aaron Hicks is sitting out there as as Craig talked about uh, last week. There's 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 bodies. There's guys out there that can play. So um, at some point soon, you figure this week they're going to have to get some of these the, these heartbeats uh, in camp. Just to be clear, I see uh, Viva Padres in the chat. Surprised not to see Luis Patino on the list. He doesn't have to be on the non roster invitees because he's on the roster when yeah. they uh, claimed him. He went on to the 40-man roster, so he'll be there along with uh, the other pitchers um, that are already in the big leagues. Uh, and there's a few names as well that are younger guys who happen to be on the 40-man, like uh, Iriarte is already on the 40-man, I believe, so he should get that invitation as well. Jairo Iriarte, yep. who is not Good. pitched in the big leagues yet, but, but is on the 40-man, so he should be in camp uh, with the Padres as well. So keep that in mind, that that list is simply the non-roster, non-40-man guys who get an extra invitation. Everybody on the 40-man, of course, also gets an invitation and actually is required to come to spring training with the San Diego Padres. You know, they want to get their paycheck and, and everything. That's that's part of the deal as yep. you show up to spring training. So, yeah, that's that's not the entirety of the list. That's simply the guys who uh, 
who are minor leaguers who wouldn't have been invited automatically otherwise. Tim says in the chat, same holes everyone has except for the L.A. Dodgers. I disagree uh, with that. I do. I think there's a... I think the sheer number uh, of holes, and sure, there are other teams looking to fill maybe a fourth outfielder spot. Um, you know, I, I, we'd love a, a we'd love a, a left-handed hitting outfielder. Sure, bro, that we're talking about starters at the big league level, um, of which we, you know, in the outfield you have you have one right now, one starter caliber player in the outfield. You know, I it I every day that goes by I continue to think that that maybe they're just gonna roll out there, depending on Manny's health, they're just probably gonna end up rolling Cronenworth, Kim, Xander, and then Matt Batten or something at third uh, to to be a stopgap. Eggy Rosario. I mean, guys that are already on the roster that are probably going to make the team. You know, I mean, they played well at the end of the season with those guys mostly Manning third, right? While Manny was DHing, and, and so, they did play well. You know, if you go out and you do, if Manny does, you know, I, and it, from all we hear, Manny's ahead of schedule. We don't know. Yeah, I'm sure he doesn't even know if he's going to be ready to to tee it up at third base uh, on opening day. So. The good news is, I guess, I guess if there's any good news, you do have a little bit of flexibility in your infield. And if you go out and sign, if you go out and sign Carlos Santana or Brandon Belt or something to play first base, yeah, then you have a little bit more. Jake can move to second, Hassan Kim can move to third, and you feel semi decent about your infield until Manny gets back. I'm starting to feel more confident that you know if you if you heard last hour and I talked about my Roki Sasaki theory and why the Padres are, are trying to. Scale back payroll more strategically so they can, you know, offer a maximum bonus to Sasaki. I'm more convinced that they're going to pull off a trade at some point for a a cost controlled outfielder. You know, someone who's not going to break the bank, put them over the you know limit. They're not going to have to sign a big giant free agent deal to, but can hopefully be a left handed bat in the outfield. It's going to cost them a prospect. Um, you know, and hopefully they identify the the right one and the right team to make a deal with. But it feels inevitable to me that there will be a trade for a, a somewhat reasonably priced outfielder that will join the Padres, if not before spring training, during spring training. I still think the Jerkson pro farm move is almost you know guaranteed at some point. I think I, they're I don't just know waiting on a price. That, I, I think they're just waiting I, I just, on a they're, price. They're both just kind of waiting to see things, but eventually that seems like it will be a move, and Profar will be a switch-hitting option that can play a decent outfield for the Padres as well. But that's I, I do think that maybe a trade is coming, and one of those prospects will be essentially sacrificed so they can stay under under the luxury tax with an outfielder who's not making you know $25 million this year that puts them over the top and still gives them a chance to compete this year with some major league quality bat outfield something like that 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 will join the team at some point. Yeah, the the first baseman uh scene for me too. It, I, the more I think about it, I mean it's this is des- desperate times, man. Desperate times call for desperate measures. And you know, people keep talking about Brandon Belt. The more I listen about Brandon Belt, the more I can be convinced on Brandon Belt playing first base. Championship pedigree actually had didn't have a terrible year last year. Um you know, I'm I'm looking at it going, I don't know what he's going to cost what is he eight million bucks six million bucks um yeah you're, you're gonna have to sign a few one-year guys to plug these holes for now still don't have a dh no dh i mean you Two got, outfielders dh and then maybe a first base correct you, and then another well. another starter as well you so. got briefly <laughs> fooled by the max kepler Brief trade yeah. rumor yep. um to me that still makes a lot of sense 
You know, I assume that the Twins are going to hold out for a pretty high price because there are not a lot of left-handed hitting outfielders on the market that are only making around, what, $10 million this year? And even for a rental, they're going to probably ask for a lot. But, man, in terms of a guy who solves some issues for the Padres, Kepler would be one of them. Uh, You know, actual, if he stays healthy, which is a big if, a guy who can put up a a three- to four-war season, can play outfield, is a left-handed hitter, he checks a lot of boxes and doesn't break the bank, checks a lot of boxes for the San Diego Padres if you can work out some sort of deal. Yeah, and it just, you know, depending on what you have to give back for him, you know, that's the other thing. You, you don't want to trade a Jackson Merrill for, for one year of Max You Kepler, don't. You know, but, but if you're the Twins, you, you're, you're asking ask high. Yep. Just like Preller is going to continue to ask very high on a Hassan Kim trade, the Twins are going to ask very high, and they're just going to wait it out because there's no reason for them to just give up a player for a, a mid-level prospect right now when they're more than happy starting the season with Max Kepler. It's not like he's... Breaking their bank either, so they have something valuable. They're waiting it out. Padres have something valuable in Hassan Kim. They're not going to give him away for nothing. They're going to keep asking high, and and maybe there's no agreement to be made. But if you're looking at one player that makes a lot of sense for the Padres, under all of those circumstances, to me, Max Kepler is definitely one of those guys. Michael said uh, in the chat, the thing with Belt, I worry we get Matt Carpenter 2-0 where Preller buys high on an old vet and overpays for what should be a DFA candidate that can't be DFA'd. It's it's obviously a, a concern, really, with a lot of these guys that are left on the market. You know, I mean, it's there's not if any of these guys, other than of course the premium Blake Snell's and the Cody Bellingers and guys like that. Other than that, man, there's going to be a lot of those guys. And while he was really quick to stock up on those guys last year, this year being a little bit more, maybe he's maybe he is feeling the same way you are, uh, Michael, right now. Going well, yeah. I mean, if I could get Belt at X. I would do it, but he wants X plus five, and I can't do that. That's right the now. thing. Uh, when you talk about a guy like Belt, yeah, the signs point toward older decline, and most of those guys, you're right, will end up probably being disappointing for the team that signs him. But there will be one or two, yeah, that will have like one last great season, and the teams that identify those correct guys on a fairly reasonable deal will have a great player on their hands, and it'll be a genius signing. You got to be right. You've got to be right when you when it when you decide on these players. And well, if we're just punting and we're just or whatever, tanking for Sasaki or whatever their actual plan save, is, save and, for save for, for Sasaki. Sasaki. Sure, you don't have to tank. You know fact, what? Winning is better to get Sasaki. If that's it's better case, to win, just give me Joey Votto for the vibes. Yeah, I know. I it, watching him flail up there. If he wasn't ready and healthy and and like he is capable of, would break. It my feels heart. like there's a premium to, to be paid just for the name Joey Votto, and it's a premium that I don't know that the Padres can afford I, just for a name. He's, and he's been pretty open and honest about his social media uh, on social media about his impending free agency, and it's weird to watch Joey Votto kind of begging for a team <laughs> to sign him. Know. You know, it's weird. Like it kind of breaks my heart a little bit, and and they haven't yet. So. Um, you know, I'm, he would be great, of course. Yeah, for a, a radio show to have Joey Votto in town, it would be the greatest thing ever. Is he going to help the Padres win baseball games in 2024? I don't know. I don't know. I wish I did. I wish I could. Or maybe he's that guy who has one last one great last season and run in you him. take advantage of it. It's certainly a position, a, a DH, a left-handed hitter that the Padres need. Who's the right one, though? Because you're not going to get a chance to sign four guys and hope one of them fits. Yep. You probably get one chance at this, 
And if you want to have a really good season, you're going to have to be right about it. The scouting skills have to be sharp on who you pick as your one guy that you can afford to bring well, in. Well, I mean, in, in our case, our like four guys that we're going to be having to bring in at some point. Because, again, one more starting pitcher at a minimum, two outfielders, and probably a first baseman slash DH. That's four That's to five positions. Minimum. That's like the minimum that you have to get in the next few weeks. And then you still don't have a bench, right? Well, your bench is Eggy, and it's 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 Brett Sullivan and, and Zokar and Zokar and and Higashioka, and okay, fine. Roll. And there's only really four guys now on a major league yeah, bench anyway. True. Yep. So you need a backup catcher. You're going to have a Zokar as a backup outfielder. You need starters, not bench players, yep. right now. All right, we've got one hour to go. Uh, Polly is going to be talking about eating in the shower in the Rondo Report. <laughs> All right, we've lost it. Got that coming up. Uh, it was also idea. A, it was also a huge weekend locally. I'll tell you why coming up on the fan. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 